Good morning. Welcome to Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press, Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Today I read Temple, Texas, Ordinance Section 29-1, Indecent or Obscene Shows and Places of Amusement. Friends, Temple, Texas is where we go today. If you're a Texas resident, this is a podcast for you. If you're not a Texas resident, this is a podcast for you. Friends, have you heard of Temple, Texas? On this podcast, we've been talking about a lot of small Texas towns that most people haven't heard of. Even me, a resident of Texas since 2012, I haven't heard of a lot of these places. Some places in Texas everyone knows about. The big cities, Houston, Dallas, for example, everyone knows about those places. Temple is in the middle. It's a fairly prominent city, yet it might not be a household name. There might be somebody out there that doesn't know. I'm not aware of any studies about the prominence of city names, if you asked. You hear about studies where people ask, do you know about such and such things, such and such personalities, such and such historical facts. That would be an interesting study to name cities and ask people if they know of them. Temple, Texas. You might know about that, you might not. We here are going to condemn their obscenity law. This law is a paragraph long, so I'm going to read it to you, friends. It says, quote, It shall be unlawful for any person to establish, run, operate, or control, or be concerned in establishing, running, operating, or controlling any indecent, obscene, or vulgar theater, or like place of amusement. It shall likewise be unlawful for any proprietor running, operating, and controlling any theater, variety, show, or like place of amusement to act in any indecent, vulgar, or obscene manner, or to dress himself or herself in any obscene, vulgar, or indecent style, or sing any vulgar, obscene, or indecent song, or to act or take part in any obscene, vulgar, indecent play, amusement, entertainment, or dance. End quote. Friends, they're covering all the bases here. Not only do they say it's unlawful for a person to be, to run, operate, or control, or it's just to be concerned. I wonder how the law would interpret that. When you think of the term be concerned in establishing, running, operating, or controlling, as it says, what comes to mind? What makes a person concerned versus operating the place? They run through different types of ways you can be obscene. You can be obscene in a play, in a song, in a dance, in a movie theater, or the generic term, amusement. I wonder how prominent such things are. On the top of my head, I don't recall any trials we discussed on this podcast pertaining to Temple, Texas. There may have been some. We went through a lot of trials, and this podcast has been going on for a little while. So, it's certainly possible. At the top of my mind, I can't think of any. I wonder how often people do plays that are indecent. In this age, people prefer things other than plays. Of course, there's a fair number of people who do theaters, so it is prominent. It's just 
there are things more prominent. If you're going to do something indecent, you might want to wrap it up in a song. People say, heavy metal music, you can't hear the lyrics anyways. So that would be the way to be obscene. Maybe. Still, if you want to do an obscene play, all the power to you, that would be interesting. A variety show. Now that's a, a possibility I haven't seen considered in another law. Variety show. They talk about obscene magazines, obscene books. We've had podcasts about obscene signs, obscene handbills, lots of things. A variety show. It would be interesting to see a variety show run in an obscene way. Would every part of the variety show involve obscenity? Since the variety show, by the term's name alone, it suggests there's more than one type of activity. So what if part of it was obscene and part of it was not? The court cases we've discussed do mention how they use the term taken as a whole. So if it's just one swear word in a play, they're probably not going to deal with it. But maybe if the whole play is nothing but swearing, they would deal with it. Likewise, a variety show of that fashion. It'd be pretty creative to have a lot of different types of obscenity. So anybody out there who runs variety shows, maybe that's your calling. How do you dress yourself in any obscene, vulgar, indecent style? That's what it says in the law, so I ask, how do you do that? How do you do that? I'm not getting into the laws in Temple, Texas about strip clubs. Those generally pertain to zoning issues. Although it seems to relate somewhat to what we do here, we don't focus on zoning issues. I made that decision a while back. We focus on obscenity in art form, in word usage, things of that nature. Sometimes we have discussed strip clubs and the like because one Supreme Court case said strip clubs are, new dancing is a form of free expression, but just barely, or something to that effect. They say because it's expression, but it's very limited expression in that sense. Still, it has some First Amendment protection. So we would talk about that. About the issue about where to zone a strip club, we would not. So it would be interesting to see how they would differentiate between run-of-the-mill strip clubs and what they consider obscene dancing or dress. It makes me wonder, friends. Temple, Texas is not terribly far away from me. I've not visited it. I'm sure Temple, Texas has a lot of virtues. Unfortunately, this law is a strike against it. They probably have a million virtues, so one strike against them, as much as we care about a sending law, does not make the city a bad city. I'm sure it's a fine city. Like most other cities, they do have some anti-obscenity 
laws. However good the city is, we are here to challenge obscenity laws. So friends, let's get at it. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.